Welcome back, it's me, the Susan Anime, and you are listening to Slop Under the Sea with me. And we will be talking about movies, TV shows, books, fun holidays, everything from other countries to does this still hold up to this day? From, like, rub brats to, like, as told by Ginger, to Movie Monday, to True Creepy Things Tuesday, to whatever I feel like talking about, because this is my podcast, and I hope you all will stay and listen to me and have some good old-fashioned podcast fun, and we'll try to stay as calm as we can, but let's get into it, and let's all have some fun listening, and you can also see me sometimes on YouTube doing my podcast as well. Okay, here we go. Okie dokie, artichokey. It's time for an ad break slash sponsor. So I hope y'all listen and keep on tuning in because we will continue this conversation after our ad slash sponsor. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast today. And the sponsor and ad will be right back. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast. Please stay tuned because the ad is coming up soon. And with the ad coming up soon, I know y'all might want to skip it, but you should at least try to listen to some of it. Maybe it's important. I hope y'all tune back in for more of this podcast. And I hope the ad and sponsor is a good one, Artichokey. Okay, dokie, Artichokey. Ad break is now. podcast is for kids so ask a parent guardian before watching buying or doing anything or listening to a podcast it may or may not like 
the podcast contenter content. So always ask permission before you do something. But I would say, I hope you all like my podcast, enjoy the things I talk about. On the one podcast, I talk about animals and mythical creatures. On the other, I talk about like Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, Dumbo, Disney, Easter eggs, stuff like that. So I do have like two, I do two characters that have podcasts. One's like a mermaid hybrid. She's like a fairy mermaid creature and the other's like a person who likes boy and girl things and talks about them like Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, um, Dragon Ball Z if you want. So check it out. Enjoy. Okie dokie artichokey, it's time for an ad break slash sponsor. So I hope y'all listen and keep on tuning in because we will continue this conversation after our ad slash sponsor. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast today and the sponsor and ad will be right back. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast. Please stay tuned because the ad is coming up soon. And with the ad coming up soon, I know y'all might want to skip it, but you should at least try to listen to some of it. Maybe it's important. I hope y'all tune back in for more of this podcast. And I hope the ad and sponsor is a good one, Artichokey. Okay, dokie, Artichokey. Ad break is now. Okie dokie, Artichokey. It's time for an ad break slash sponsor. So I hope y'all listen and keep on tuning in because we will continue this conversation after our ad slash sponsor. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast today and the sponsor and ad will be right back. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast. Please stay tuned because the ad is coming up soon. And with the ad coming up soon, I know y'all might want to skip it, but you should at least try to listen to some of it. Maybe it's important. I hope y'all tune back in for more of this podcast. And I hope the ad and sponsor is a good one, Artichokey. Okay, dokie, Artichokey. Ad break is now. This is a kid disclaimer. This is made for kids. Always ask a parent, guardian, or someone who is in charge of you before watching, buying, listening to, or doing anything in any podcast, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok. I also hope you all have a wonderful day and enjoy some of these videos and podcasts and different things that I do. And remember, don't always do stuff you see at home. You should be cautious and make sure it's the right thing for you. And make sure your parents are okay with it or your guardian. I also hope you all have a wonderful, great day, afternoon, and night. And I hope every kid out there is enjoying their free time. And have a great, wonderful day and enjoy my day.
ました。Okay, everyone out there in podcast land, which is why I call you my podcast land. We're gonna be talking about the history of potato chips. Yeah, that's what I went with today. Potato chips. I know, I know, crazy, right? Yeah, it is. But that's what we're doing because it's a thing. It's a thing we're doing now. Mm-hmm. Potato chips. It's a thin slice of potatoes that has been either deep fried or baked until crunchy. They are commonly served as a snack, side dish, or appetizer. The basic chips are cooked and salted. Addition varies and manufactured using various flavorings and ingredients, including herbs, spices, cheese, other natural flavors, artificial flavors, and addition. Potato chips form a large part of the snack food and convert food market in Western countries. The global potato chip market generally total around total average of U.S. 16.49 billion in 2005. This account for 35.5 percent of the total savory snack market in the year. Six. 46.1 billion. History. The earliest known recipe for something similar to today's potato chip is William Kitchener's book, The Cook Oscular, published in 1870, which was best sold in the United Kingdom and the United States. The 1822 edition recipe for potato chips fried in slice or serving reads pure large potatoes. Cut them in savoring rounds and round. As you peel a lemon, dry well in a clean cloth and fry them in lard or dripping. An 1825 British book about French cookery calls the Ponum de Terry Fetters are calls for the slice of potato fried in butter or goose dropping. That's gross, but okay. Train and sprinkle with salt. Early recipes for potato chips in the U.S. are found in Mary Rothwell's Virginia Housewife and in N.K.M. Lee's cookbook. Both of which... Except early Kitchener. A legend associated the censure of potato chips with Savage Spring, New York, decades later than the first recorded recipe. By the later 19th century, a popular version of the story, the dish to George Crumman, a cook at Moon's Lake House, who was trying to appease an unhappy customer on August 24, 1853, the customer kept sending back his French fried potatoes, claiming that they were too thick, too soggy, or not salted enough. Frustrate, crumbs slice serve potatoes extremely thin, fry them to a crisp, and season them with extra salt. To surprise, the customer loved them. They soon became to be called Sartage chips, a name that 
presented into the mid-20th century, a version of the story was popularized in a 1973 National Advantage Company by St. Ridge Paper Company, which manufactured packaging for chips, claiming that Com's customer was Collins Vanderbilt. Crumb was already renowned as a chef at the time, and he owned a lakeside restaurant by 1860 when he called Crumb's house. The Sutter's Chips brand name still exists today. Production in the 20th century potato chips spread beyond chef cook restaurants fair and began to be mass produced for home consumption. The Daytime Ohio-based Milkster Potato Chip Company, founded in 1910, identified as the oldest chip company in the United States. New England-based Trim Sum Potato Chips, founded in 1908 as the Limester Potato Chip Company in Limester, Massachusetts, claims to be America's first potato chip manufacturer. Flavor. There's a lot of flavorings. An idea originated by the Smith Potato Chip Company, LTD, formed in 1920. Frank Smith's packaged a twist of salt with chips and greaseproof paper bags were, were sold around London. The potato chip remained otherwise unseasoned until an important scientific development in the 1950s. After English Butcherman, Archman, Martin, and Richards received a Nobel Prize for inventing chemographically in 1952. Food science began to develop flavor via a gas chamber graph. After some trial and error in 1954, Joe Squid Murphy, the owner of the Irish Crisp Company, T-A-Y-T-O, and his employee, Produced the world's first seasoned chip, cheese and onion, and salt and vinegar. Companies worldwide sought to buy the right to taste technique. Walkers of Licenser, England produced cheese and onion the same year. The first flavored chip in the United States, barbecue flavor. Not one of my favorite flavors. We're being manufactured and sold by 1954. In 1958, Harris was the first company to introduce barbecue-flavored potato chips in Pennsylvania. Crips chips are sold. Okay, fun fact. In England, they actually call them crisp, not chips. I've been hearing people talk about it online and watching couples from different countries. Like, I saw Lauren and her husband. He's from, like, the European, and she's from America, and... Chips are actually french fries and crisps are actually chips. So if you do go to Europe, specifically tell them what you want and ask them which version is it. Because, like, tell them, like, you're American and chips and crisps. And a buggy is a car. And pop is soda. Things you learn from watching and doing things. Chips sold in markets were usually sold in thin tins are scooped out of storefront glass bins and delivered by horse and wagon, while potato chips bags were wax paper with the ends iron 
or stapled together. At first, potato chips were packaged in barrels or tins, which left chips at the bottom stale and crumbled. Yeah, that's the thing. Chips do get stale and crumbly, and no one likes a stale chip unless you're weird. Some people do. I used to like be like, okay, I'll eat whatever. And now I can't. <laughs> Things you do when you're a teenager versus what happens when you're an adult. In the 1920s, Lauren, an interpartum in Park, California, started having her workers take home sheets of wax paper to iron into the form of bags which were filled with chips at her factory the next day. Their pioneering method reduced crumbling and kept the chips fresh and crisp longer. This invention, along with the intervention of salsa, well, potato chips become a mass market product. Today, chips are packaged in plastic bags with gas blown into prior to seal the length shelf life and provide protection against crumbling. So here's the thing. I make homemade potato chips which are like they're like restaurant style and then there's like regular chips like Pringles and then there's her house H-E-S-S and then there's like the off-brand I forget the off-brand name, but there's an off-brand. I can eat some sour cream and onion chips, but not all. I can eat baked sour cream and onion chips, but other flavors I cannot. So it's interesting because I have to either eat regular or look at it before I eat it. And I've learned my lesson, like even cheese can be a little mixture of, oh no, allergies. So you have to look at the packaging. But it's kind of interesting to see the different forms potato chips have made over the years. And when I used to go to the beach, when I was a teenager, they would make swirl potato chips. Like, um, they put them on a stick, swirl them, and fry them. There's, like, different types of ways to make potato chips and different types of potatoes. I know, talk about potatoes. How boring. But this is interesting, kind of. Kettle cooked chips. Uh, kettle are supposed to be a little bit healthier than, I think, fried and then baked. Chips are long made in a batch process, whereas potato slices are rinsed with cold water to release starch. Fried at a low temperature of 350 degrees. I guess in other countries it says in parentheses 150C. I don't know what C is. I'm going to burn down someone's house if I go to another country. I'm going to burn down the house. I just know it. If I ever visit someone in another country, I'm going to burn it down. Because I don't know what C means. I could be like, can you show me how to work your oven? Because I cannot use it. Because our oven is 3F, 300F. Like, that would definitely not work for C. Oh my. And raked ranked to prevent them from sticking together. Individual adventures result in a shift to products by process. I do not know what that was doing. Okay. Barbecue chips were the first type of flavored potato chips. 
The most popular potato chip flavor in America is plain. That actually makes sense to me. Uh, in America, okay, the most popular potato chip flavor in America is plain, followed by barbecue, and then salad cream and onion. That's my favorite. But I have to be careful. Lawrence Gagner created the first modern bag of potato chips in 1953. Previously, they were sold out of wooden barrels and scrapped, scrapped, scooped, scooped from behind glass containers. Potato chips bags are not full of air. Rather, they are filled with nitro gas. The nitro gas prevents the chips from oxidizing or turning stale. The sound of crunching adds to the pleasure of eating chips. Snackers who eat chips with headphones on repeat become bored with chips more quickly. Americans eat about 1.85 billion pounds of potato chips, or about 6.6 .6 pounds per person annually. That's a lot of chips. On September 13, 2013, Cruiser Chips UK create the largest bag of potato chips on record 2,515 LP. That is huge. Potato chips are the number one culprit for weight gain because they're high in fat and highly addictive. They really are. You could eat like a whole tin of Pringles in a sitting and a bag of HESS in like a gulp. In the last 50 years, there have been over 100 different varieties of Doritos. Lay's was the first successful market national brand of potato chips. In Britain, potato chips are called crisp. They say chips when they mean fries. I told you that earlier. I knew it. I knew it. I finally knew something. The earliest named potato chip recipe is found in William Kitcher's cookbook, The Cook's Oracle, which was published in 1817. It takes 11 million gallons of milk to make a year worth of Cheetos in North America. Worldwide, the marker value of potato chips is to reach 40.3 billion by 2022. Well, it is 2022. <laughs> we'll see if we reached it, or if we've all been too tired. <laughs> from the last two years. Cheetos come in 50 flavors around the world, including Fizzy, Pissy, and Pepsi in Japan, ketchup in Poland, strawberry in Russia, and peanut covered in Europe. Before Cheetos used Chester Cheetah as a mascot, the company was represented by an unnamed mouse. Or a mouse. You probably don't even know. You don't even have a name. Oh, now I feel bad for the mouse. We need to name the mouse from Cheetos that is no longer around. Now I feel bad. Okay, so this is what happens when I read things. I am a weird person. Cheetos are designed to be addicting. In what is known as vanishing calorie density, Cheetos melt in your mouth quickly so that your brain thinks there are no calories in them. Wow. However, just 21 pieces contain 150 calories and 10 grams of fat. Ironically, I cannot eat Cheetos. 
making 250 pounds of potato chips requires 10,000 pounds of potatoes, roughly 28,000-0,000 pounds of chips are eaten during the Super Bowl. Yeah, I could imagine that, because when we want, I can eat a uh, tostito, no, not toast. Okay, they're tostitos. Aren't they tostitos? Yeah, tostitos. They're chips for dip. I can eat them. I have to be careful with salsa, though. And during the Super Bowl this year, they only had like three flavors left. And my grandma thought, oh, this would be helpful. Let's just grab these ones. She'll eat them. And I'm like, I don't like those ones at all. She got me like whole grain and like the super healthy ones. And I'm like, dude, I like healthy food, but I already can't eat so many potato chips. Give me what I want. On average, a thin cut potato chip is between 0 0.4 and, oh, like one, okay, it says 0 0.04 and 0 0.08 of an inch thick. A type of potato chip called the whole is called jail chip because they are only sold in prison. The whole, okay, we don't need to know this anymore. Lay's flavor chips have five fewer chips per bag than the plain chips which saves the company about 50 million a year. Dang, thank you. When Frito-Lays introduced a composable bag for their Sun Chip brand, in 2010, consumers noticed the crinkling new bag and was significantly louder than previous bags. A lot louder. The bag tested at 95 which is about as loud as a motorcycle. It was Discontinued 2011. I remember those bags because back then I could still kind of eat them and then I couldn't. It was like an allergy thing. Native American slash African American Chief George Crumb invented the potato chip in New York in, in 1853 for a mean customer. <laughs> I'm just going to say. Founded in 1910, Mike sells potato chips as the oldest potato chip company in the United States, but New England's base tree some potato chips also claim to be America's first potato chip manufacturer. A brand of potato chips named Flail Chips contains tiny crushed up bits of chips that are typically found at the bottom of the bag. The credit of the company believe that the chips simulate as the tastiest part of the chip bag. Some people do like that. Many breakfast cereals, including cornflakes, contain more salt than a small bag of potato chips. Things I did not know. I also did not know they had sold in my cereal back in the day. Pennsylvania is known as the potato chip capital of the world and the leads the United States in potato chip production. The same fake potato chip brand appeared in a significant number of television shows called Let's. The fake brand of potatoes has been featured in Orange is the New Black, Arrested, My Name is Earl, Son of Anchorage, Cougar Town, and more. A cheetah resembles Hamble the Gravela sold on eBay for 99-909 in February 2017. The name Dorito means little golden thing in Spanish. I did not know that. 
Dorito is the top-selling chip during Super Bowl weekend. Mm, okay, I could see that. Although Doritos entered the United States market nearly 50 years ago, corn chips were introduced into New Orleans much recently, in 2010. In 1995, Dorito chips underwent a makeover. The chips were made 20% larger and 15% thinner. More season was added, and the corn was rounded to present breaking in the bag. The corn used to make Doritos is grown on every continent in the world except Antarctica. On average, in the United States, the most popular time to eat Doritos is between 8 a.m. p.m. and midnight. Really? I mean, I eat pretzels around that time. Pringles are not potato chips. A highly court rule that because Pringles are made from dough, they are more like a biscuit or a cake. Really? That is something I did not know. Interesting. Colored potato chips into a bag of plain colored chips cause people to eat fewer chips. Researchers believe that adding a way to break up the experience of eating slow snacking. One small Dorito chip contains over 30 ingredients. Women are typically bigger snackers than men. Among all genders, prefer snack foods, including fresh fruit, chocolate, potato chips, cookies, and yogurt. Yeah, I could see that. The world, the word tortilla comes from the Spanish word torta, meaning round cake. Oh, tortilla, tortilla, ah, oh, round cake. I have no idea what this first word is, so we're going to be here for a week. Okay, Mexico invented nachos in 1943. He was a chef when a group of hungry guests arrived at his restaurant, so he quickly cut up tortillas and dropped them with cheese and jalapenos. I love jalapenos. They're actually really good. He called the dish nachos ex Special. Reportedly, Nachos was his nickname. A man in Ohio suffered from a condition called Otto Brewer Syndrome. One symptom of this ultra-rare disease is that his, his body turns potato chips into alcohol in his stomach. Tortilla chips and salsa are Texas official state snack. Lay's potato chips was the first snack food advisor advertised on television. Well, I hope you all enjoyed this fun little facts about potato chips. I could read you more, but I think I bored you to death. So I all hope you have a great weekend, and I hope you enjoyed this. I hope. I hope you all like. You can check me out on Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. I also have another podcast. I hope you all enjoyed this podcast. Bye for now. Over and out.